everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, good morning, ECC. Maybe it's afternoon when you're watching this. Holy wow, it might even be evening. We do know this. It's Jim Ehrman and Matt Swartz here coming to you from the chilly podcast room. 66 degrees. Yeah, it's cold. I'm glad you're not here, uh, but we are glad to be here with you. Wherever you're watching this, welcome. That's right. I don't know. Do you love autumn? I love cold mornings in autumn. Anyone else? No, I do not. I've got to replace that windshield wiper fluid, the defrost, because mm. this morning I made the mistake of shooting the blue yep. stuff up there, mm-hmm. and it double-layered the ice. It was yep. delightful. Anyway, welcome to our dilemmas. Luckily, yeah, there are answers problems. in the Lord for these things. <laughs> no, right. um, yeah. mm. Hey, so uh, we want to chat about the last couple of weeks. First of all, I don't know if you've been paying attention to what's been going on here, but we went from an amazing healing seminar weekend. Kevin wrapped it up the wrapped up the Entrusted series, yeah. and I... I want to continue to encourage those of you, and pr- please pray for this community, for those who are taking the 90-day tithing challenge. Mm-hmm. That is a that is spiritual warfare in the days, in the age we live in. That's yeah. someone breaking habits in themselves and also speaking something to money in these days. So please, we wrapped up the Entrusted. Then we went into the HarvestNet Summit, man. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, the HarvestNet Summit meant a lot to me, partly because it does lift me out of my own spot and, and have me remind me that what God's up to in the world. It was just right. powerful. Yeah, agreed. Um, I one of my favorite parts, there's a number of them, but people praying in their uh, native language, and... Um, oh, that's good stuff. It, it was, it was, it was just, it seem, It might seem like a simple thing, and if you weren't there, it might seem like, you know, something you could just easily move on in your mind from, uh, but to be there in the room when they're asked specifically to come up and pray in their native language, uh, out of Matthew 9.38... Uh, mm-hmm. asking the Lord of the harvest to send laborers mm-hmm. into the harvest field. That's right. Um, I just couldn't help but just be so much more um, in faith for that passage, the, yeah. the reality of that and, and the faith that God hears and is doing it. Oh, um, when you're connected to the global body of Christ, yeah. you know, it lifts you out of like God move in Lancaster County to the heartbeat of God's desire to move over all people, yeah. uh, wherever they're at. Dude, that's killer stuff. I have to tell you, too, what touched me was uh, Desmond Frey was one of our speakers, mm-hmm. pastor of a church in Zurich. A little backstory on that. Three years ago, Kevin and I were at the HarvestNet Summit in uh, Budapest, Hungary, right? And Kevin was leaving two days early. I'm like, Kevin, where are you headed? He's like, ah, he says, I'm just exploring something. He says... Uh, we as the elders have just been processing and thinking, man, I love that the elders are thinking ahead yeah. and thinking about other stuff than immediate crises. Right. Man, don't you love that about some of these men and women that help steward us? But all that to say, he said, hey, we began to feel something about what about the region that so many of the farmers and the early settlers in this area of Western Africa came from a certain spot mm-hmm. in Switzerland, right? And he's like, I just I just believe God, I'm just going to go visit there. So he called one of our networks that know people all over the world, and they said, Hey, just yesterday we were talking to a guy there in um, Zurich, um, and they hooked him up. That was Desmond Frey. That's three years ago. Mm -hmm. We've been trying to get him here. And that guy came, and he spoke a word over us. Now, I just want to remind you, like, one of the speakers at Harvinus reminded us that as the church has grown, oftentimes the church that planted you may enter some kind of decline, and then it's part of your job even to go back and remind them who they are. Mm-hmm. I love that Kevin showed up there and said, what can we do to support what God's doing in Switzerland? Yeah. 2% Christianer. That's and crazy. guess what? Because of that connection, they're speaking words over us. And man, he delivered a good word, didn't he? Yeah, I, um, 
wasn't able to be there on Thursday night at the summit. Sinner. When, when, yeah, I know. Right? I I'd just slide that in. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> There's healing. Um, <laughs> and forgiveness. Thank you for that. Okay. Um, so not able to be there, but so, so Thursday, or sorry, Sunday morning was the uh, first time I could hear, from, hear him. And I was on a personal level just mm. deeply, deeply impacted by the message, specifically having to do with generational blessing, the intention of generational blessings. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife and I, we have three kids, eight and under, um, and uh, it definitely hits home to where we are specifically. Misha was a little under the weather as well as our, our one son, so she wasn't able to be there, but she, um, her grandmother, Misha's grandmother, who we just celebrated her 100th birthday. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's which awesome. is a Which is a landmark. I mean, if birthdays to celebrate, that's a big one. Um, but she's Swiss. She yeah. was born in Switzerland, you know, and, and has Misha's gone to Switzerland with her grandmother a number of times. And we have pictures in our home of Switzerland and all this stuff. So she, when I share with Misha that Desmond was sharing, he's Swiss from Zurich and, and, and coming, and, and she was like, can we plan a church in Zurich? Like, she... <laughs> She is all about Switzerland, and, and oh, so wow. it was just so... Anyway, all that to say... The lands of cuckoo clocks and frosted cakes and cookies. Anyway, that's my view of is Switzerland. That, is I that what know. Switzerland yeah. is known for in like Jim I, In my mind. world, just okay. leave, it, leave it there. Don't okay. mess with it. Sounds like a lovely place. It is a lovely place. <laughs> Your mind, that is. is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I just want to comment. Uh, Matt and I both... I was like, Matt, how do you want to handle today? I'm like, hey, let's both share a story of mm. generational goodness that we experienced. Yeah. Now, when we're done those, we're going to talk about some of the challenges some of us have faced with our generations before us. But for now, I just want to emphasize, like, what's something that's been handed to us? You want to go first? Sure. Um, yeah. So my dad, and mm-hmm. he has a construction business. And so I worked for him for several years after, um, after uh, I left college. And um, in, in observing him, you know, one of the things, and it might seem like a simple thing, but one of the things I observed observed in him and the way he ran his business yes. uh, was extreme generosity and ownership of the the service he was providing people yeah. like he would tell I would observe him losing sleep or carrying the 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 product it, how do I say this it mattered it yeah. wasn't just get the job done move on to the next thing yeah, it's it craftsmanship was, man. Yeah, yeah and and he owned it and it, it mattered to him he wanted he carried um not only a heart of excellence to do what he was supposed to do and do it well um but he owned it in moments where people made mistakes that weren't his mistakes but hey you own the business he, he needs mm-hmm. to own them um and in it he's very he was so generous um towards other people um what did you well, it just, I just couldn't, I can't unsee it. Nope, like, you nope. know what I mean? Like, how do I, it's hard for me to bullet point, here's what it specifically did in me, other than to say, I'm marked by it. Yeah, right. I am a different man. That because is a great of, way to put it. Yeah. Because I've observed it, I've seen it, and I'm like, well, that's what it means to, that's what it means to be a human, that's you right. know, is to, to exist in this way, that you're generous towards others, and that it matters what you do in that's life. That's right, man. I love that yeah. phrase, like, I can't tell you exactly the principles or the, 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 the tenets that deliver my life, but it saturated me right. in something, right? Yeah. I oftentimes joke that fish don't sit with fish and talk about what is water, because hmm. water is 98% of their existence to the point where uh, it's just who they are, right? right? And I sit and I think when we've had the privilege to sit around people like your father, and for mm-hmm. me it was my grandmother, every, I just thought it was normal that every family had Sunday dinner together after church. 
and we would switch between my grandmothers and my maternal grandmother, Bernice. Her name means victory. She was the watershed changer in our family for following Jesus. She just had such a consistent... She didn't see some of the breakthroughs that my generation saw for family uh, cycles and curses and stuff, but she's the one who broke the back of the enemy in our family. But every Sunday you would go to her little trailer to have lunch, and she could only fit six people at her table. So she had to rotate roughly the 24 of us that were there Mm -hmm. through four shifts. But she knew what you would eat. She would have my plate easily three-quartered scooped and sat in front of me. And she'd pat me on the head and say, Jimmy, and to know that your grandmother was there, Mm -hmm. knew what you liked, served you your plate, there was just this consistency in her being. That's reminded me, I must always make safe space for others. Wow. As I look That's back, where I know, hospitality comes from. Well, who knows? I, 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 you know, I had to get deliberate. At first, I saturated in it, like, man, that's just for me to feel security and safety mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. But I also then said, now, how do I turn that value out and amplify it to the next right. generation? And so then yeah. I, that's one of the reasons I deeply love hospitality is I think it's the spirit of Bernice. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Desmond was getting at a bit this week. Yeah, that's how we really pass cool. it on. I love that. Yeah, it is. I love it too. So yeah. that said, I do want to pause for moment, and I'm with no one better than encouraging people who are facing adversity. I want to recognize that you Mm -hmm. might have been around this teaching or heard it this weekend, and you're sitting there with some regrets Mm -hmm. and maybe even some shame and some difficulty. You might look at your family and go, wow, I come from generations of wild dysfunction. I have brokenness in this family. Uh, I'm actually too exhausted. There's such fracture lines in my marriage or in my relationships Mm -hmm. at the moment that we don't even have the emotional energy left to invest in our children. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of imagery this week of investing in your children. Some Mm -hmm. of us have to admit, man, we're so thin, we're just lucky to be able to get them off to school and get stuff done. And I just want to speak like peace for a moment over that. This teaching was not just about victory, it was about God meeting us in the moment, in the valleys, in the trials, and reminding us there is a future hope, there is a Mount Zion that we're journeying toward. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, Jesus was masterful in being perfect and yet creating uh, a place where sinners can sit with him comfortably. Oh, man. Love it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Love it. And, and so we are not ashamed to have the... to proclaim the the truth of the Word and what is intended through the Word and the way Jesus, you know, through the work of the cross and the covenant, that we can have generational blessing right. and live in harmony with our, you know, our, our families and and to to be strong and, and to, to live from these moral mm. uh, strengths that are taught. Um, so we're not backing away from that, yet there is a grace, the way Jesus walked in so perfectly, that those who may not be, which is the majority right. of the people, yeah. uh, myself included, oh man, I'm listening to this message thinking, oh my word, I need to be a better dad. You know, like, that's <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah, there was just, room for that. Right, it's right? par for the course, and it's, it's okay, and it's good, and yet at the same time, there's a place of, I'm still safe here. That's right. I'm still protected here. My yeah. shepherd, my my savior, my father, uh, my God is meeting me where I am That's right. and bringing me into this, because as I hear this, although I might feel the the anxiety of where I'm, how I'm not lining up, I still am saying yes to it That's right. in my spirit. God meets me there. That's a seed that, you know, the yes allows the seed to plant in good soil and then to, to bring that word to fruition where now I'm, I'm experiencing those the blessings of having yeah, something to give to exactly the next right. generation. Yeah, I always say this, Jesus chose a verb for his name, 
I am the one who saves you from yeah. brokenness, from marginalizations, from making beauty from ashes. Yeah. Jesus is always about the verb of reaching to the marginalized. He says, I have come because the sick need me, and he's not denying the well in that, right? Yeah, exactly so I am right. so thrilled that we have these principles to follow to create these, in a sense, ideals and move toward them, but I'm also so recognizing that God is there in the midst of the yeah. challenges you're facing with your family, your grandchildren. Some yeah. of you feel so disconnected from your kids, especially if they're getting into their teenage years, etc., or your grandchildren. Man, pray over them and speak words of blessing, mm -hmm. even if you're exhausted. And trust me, yeah. there is something in the heavenlies. That's one of the things I loved about this teaching. It was a reminder that you're not alone in just five best practices of raising a family, yeah. right? It is like, no, no, when you set your face toward heaven for your family, there is a blessing that joins you in it. Yeah. And I just want to remind us all of that, right? Yeah, you're exactly right. I and, think so. Um, <laughs> scripture, <laughs> it's typically the case. Stop. Um, no, that you think that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> See, you even thought you knew what I was talking I about know. there. Man, oh. you're so vain. I, I'm so vain. And okay. It's but so in right now. The, the, so. <laughs> the scripture I was going to say mm -hmm. uh, before we started talking about you uh, was out of Hosea chapter 2. As you were talking, it came to mind. Um, specifically, Jesus leads the woman. It's talking about leading the woman into the wilderness, and he mm -hmm. says, I'll turn the door of Achor into a door of hope. Achor meaning trouble mm -hmm. and disturbance. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, that's who our God is. You know, like, we all face things. We're all facing things. Right. God is, is not afraid to highlight it that's right. because he wants to meet you in that door of what you perceive as being troublesome that's right. and turn it to where you can uh, you can face it as, you know what, there's actually a door of hope open Man, to me gorgeous. right now where that's I can step gorgeous. out of where I am into where. That's where right. And so just before we pivot to what's coming up, I want you mm -hmm. to share that. Um, I do want to say this. I also want to speak over singles in our family, in mm -hmm. our community as well, right? You might have been sitting there and been like, hey, great message, had to do some self-application in the midst of it. However, I just want to remind you as singles, my grandmother Bernice single-handedly broke the back of the enemy's work in my family. And I'm, when I say single-handedly, with the help of the Holy Spirit, one person can change so much tide. So I oftentimes want to speak over singles, man. You can be so powerful in your family units mm -hmm. if you have a calling to singleness. Others of you are still believing for families, and I want to speak a blessing over that too. Trust me, the Lord Jesus sees you wherever you're at. And mm -hmm. you know, do not cross any wonderful character traits you're looking for in your future made off the list. God can meet that in due time. Yeah. Anyway, what's coming up? Yeah, I appreciate you sharing all that and bringing that encouragement, Jim. Sure. Um, the next coming weeks are actually, um, I'm not sure what's coming up as far as topics, uh, but the next three weeks are kind of an in-between between where we are and going into our Advent series yeah. at the beginning of December. However, the next three weeks we have Barry Whistler yep. coming. Uh, if you don't know who Barry is, he is the founding pastor of ECC, the apostolic leader of HarvestNet International, uh, which was the summit we just hosted this past week. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's going to be bringing the word this weekend. And then we have Jamie Redkay, yeah, um, who is yeah. uh, such an excellent, you know, the Redkay family, just such an excellent family above within average. our, above average sense. for sure, <laughs> um, within the congregation. So Jamie will be bringing uh, the message following, and then Joel Bomberger will, be, will yeah. be up three weeks from now. So we've got some yeah. exciting things ahead. Yeah, I love that we're inviting three voices in and pretty much giving them free reign because we think mm -hmm. they have a word for us. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love about this community. So... You, we hope you have a wonderful week, and next week I hope to be here with Barry Whistler talking about some of his thoughts. Yeah, sounds like a fun time. Be well. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Community